Yeah, dude, take a big one. You've earned it. You provided the coffee today, man. I love it. Friend in need. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't be afraid to get a little closer. Oh, word, yeah. I uh, was running low on coffee, and you called me, and you were like, hey, dude, I want to come over. Do you have coffee? And (laughs) it was a smart move. It was the most random of questions to ask beforehand, and it was pretty... uh, Pretty smart move. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I got I was out. fucking coffee in the morning. Yeah, it's still it's still, still morning, morning yeah. technically. I mean, for us. I'm fuck. fucking Italian, dude. I drink this shit all day long. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, like, a... Like, do you have an issue with drinking coffee all day at all? No. Really? No, like, I got that from working in the kitchens. It's just, um... Like, you kind of develop it just being a grunt. Oh, true. It keeps you going in, yeah. a, in a lot of ways. Oh, dude. One of my favorite, um songs is like it it mentions being a train and functioning off of just nicotine and uh coffee because sometimes that's how we all feel is like it just keeps you moving forward you're like fuck i can just get a cup of coffee i can keep moving dude absolutely um so there was this one instance in the kitchen where i um drank so much coffee that the customers didn't have enough so my kitchen manager bought me my own carafe (laughs) <laughs> like, the, like the pump dispenser totally and i kept it right next to my station all day long oh my god and i would fill it two or three times a day <laughs> yeah just bring the coffee to you yeah that's hilarious i uh heard in a podcast where these people have put a espresso machine in their bathroom because they were like once you drink it or you, sometimes even you just smell it you gotta go so just fucking two birds you know Dude, that's weird association i was on reddit, <laughs> I was on reddit the other day and i read this um like I don't know what the fuck it's called. Like an entry on Reddit. Yeah. To where it was the story of this guy who always masturbated after he took a shit. <laughs> just kind of like coincidentally. Like didn't have to. It was just like he took a shit, then you know, he was in there long enough. He might as well. He might as well. Yeah. Wow. And so like later on down the, the line, like he started having problems like getting it up, like as a regular without. occurrence. And he connected the dots that he couldn't get hard without the smell of shit. Jesus Christ. Wow. So that became that became his king. What a shitty situation, dude. That's <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine like accidentally doing that to myself. <laughs> wow. I I can't remember the last time the bathroom's been my place to do that either. Like it's just not a it's a, it's a, it's a communal space. Well, you also live in like a shared house. Like it's, That's a good point. It's tough. Like my bathroom, dog. I took a black light in there. It would <laughs> glow for days. <laughs> like a murder scene? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, bathrooms are, I, I mean, at least they're for dirty stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? That's where and you go. I, I've heard uh, some people like get used to going into the sink because they'll do it in the bathroom so often. Like that's where they'll decide to finish is into the sink. Huh. It's a pretty disturbing idea, but. Well, I mean, I guess you, you put toothpaste and shit down there. Like, <laughs> it's going to work itself out. Yeah. I've, um, th- were you ever one of the, I mean, we're getting really hard into yeah. just really random subject. <laughs> but sock people? I, did never, you? Never a sock person. Me neither, dude. That didn't sound fun. Nah. Did you use the sock after? Did you put it I, on? I, like I a, never used the sock for, so, for masturbation. Yeah. Never. But, but the people that did, what was that? I don't know. How did they use it? Was it just like as the rag? Because you could just use a towel. More utilitarian than that, you know. It was like a like a Cover warm it? like a warm pocket pussy. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A tube. A tube. Yeah. 
Because wow. when I was younger, dude, I would come in fucking any receptacle there was. Like, empty bottle, that's where it's going. <laughs> oh, paper plate? Yeah, cool. <laughs> Gotta go somewhere. Oh, man, isn't it a bummer when it accidentally gets on a shirt that you really like? Oh. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, I'll wear this out still. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, don't, I know exactly what it looks like. But Try your best to, like, scrub it. Scrub it out, oh, yeah. I know. What a bummer. And see, like me, I'm just a hairy dude. So, like, the the... I don't know how you want to call this. Like the sacrifice of just like finishing on yourself is <laughs> never an option. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, just when you try, it just like goes into the like yeah, it just gel. Like, it'll gum up and like, oh. yeah, it's it's not a good time, dog. I'm not, I don't know how hairy you are, but like I'm very hairy. <laughs> Man, uh, I totally didn't have this written down on this on the schedule at all. To be honest. We, I didn't plan on us talking that much about jerking off. Oh, word. I could but talk I, for days, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> we, what I just, maybe like a jerking off pod is That's what you need. a niche that I didn't know I needed to fill. Everyone does it, no matter who they are. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. have girls on, have them talking yeah. about flicking it. Um, do they have any other cool ways of, like, we got like, Oh, monkey dude, up like, the tree and you like know whole, spanking like, the <laughs> you know oh, you, ever, you ever heard the song um what is it uh foxtrot uniform charlie kilo by the bloodhound gang no that's a song purely made out of innuendos really yeah that's neat hell yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great that's listen creative. definitely check it out I heard um some dudes at a bar one person had mentioned bloodhound gang and the other person like was like Dude, that first album, and then they just, like, connected <laughs> for the next 20 minutes about that one album. Oh, you album. can, yeah. It, it that is. Was, that was still, like, early MTV days, where if you stayed up or you got up early enough, like, 4 in the morning, you could catch AMTV. Oh, yeah. It was still, like, a couple-hour block of just music videos. Did you have a, like, do you remember your first music video that you saw? Oh, man. Like, um, the first one that, like, you remember watching? I mean, some people do. It's kind of, like, a random question. First one that stuck? Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit! I think it was uh, Nelly's "Say It Right." Oh no, shit! Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it was either that or Black Parade, and I can't remember which one came first. <laughs> oh, and which one comes in order of your favorite between the two? Well, at this age, yeah. I would say Nelly. But yeah. at one point in my life, I definitely would have said Black Parade. Dude, how much did, like, My Chemical Romance, how, it was there for so many, you would wear it, like, a, like a t-shirt or a jacket or something, and other people that were exactly into that niche, mm-hmm. and, like, dude, I remember the guy that showed me My Chemical Romance, he shot, he showed me, like, I mean, he got me into a lot of shit, he got me into skateboarding, got me into playing guitar, got me into punk rock, like, the Misfits and stuff like that. It just sounds like you lived in the early 2000s. <laughs> that was that was just the vibe. Friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I feel like early two thousands was just like grunge punk emo. Yeah, right? Yeah. Dude, uh, he I think that he wore eyeliner and like I just thought it was cool. Hell yeah. Like you know what I mean? Trendsetter. Dude. Talk <laughs> do you remember Metro Station? <laughs> Shake it. Um <laughs> I uh so I got a call from you today. Do you wanna start get into that oh, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so I won't name any names right off the bat. But well, work. let's go ahead. 
we don't have to name any names. But I'm not going to like name any people. I've never, I haven't even addressed the fact that this is uh, Slaughterhouse Studios, and we got Nick in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. Yeah, we haven't done any of that. We did no intro. We just talked about. We got to talk about the important stuff. Jerking off to his presence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, come, where where do you put it? <laughs> the real questions. Yeah, that's why I brought you in. But if you want to talk about what you, uh, so you were like, dude, I got a fucking crazy story. I just got to get some shit out. Yeah, so I work, I work for this junk company. Uh, I won't say exactly which one, but it's definitely a 1-800 number. <laughs> so anyways, there's, there's been this um, kind of mass reform going on. So the, the whole company is pretty much run like a pizza kitchen uh, in the sense that nobody over the age of 26 works there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of like petty high school politics. It's children in charge of children. Exactly. You know, you watch, you tell the eight year old to watch the five year old and the chicken nuggets get burnt. And everyone's, <laughs> everyone's crying. <laughs> kind of the main story about how the last like two months have gone. But, um, yeah, today we had this uh, massive, like, whole team meeting. Everyone on the schedule came in at 7 a.m. to have a stern talking to. Because uh, recently they, they let go of about four people. Did it feel like an assembly, like, at school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it felt like the, you know, the principal coming out to get you all, like, ready for the pep rally. But oh, yeah. It, be, respectful be respectful to the speaker. We still have rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Big Boss comes out, and uh, he kind of tells us that, you know, the last four people who got fired, who at the same time were also some of our best dudes, they were caught on camera uh, rolling a blunt in one of the trucks. Wait, cameras in the trucks? Cameras in the trucks. Oh, yeah, They don't man. trust us for anything. Dog. That's crazy. But I feel them on that because I count my money when it comes out the ATM. Like, I take trust for face value. For sure. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. And it is your property. Like, those trucks are there shit exactly and, and if they have to dispute something with a customer it's easier if you have mm -hmm. cameras or whatever absolutely so anyways they, they caught uh two of the dudes rolling a blunt in the truck they didn't catch them smoking or anything but uh the time stamps between like when the truck was turned off and turned back on it was about 35 minutes between them rolling the blunt and then hopping back in the truck. <laughs> so it's... it's On the clock? Really implied. Yeah, on the uh, clock. It was a slow day. They just pulled off on a side street. Sure. Oh, dude. Killed some time. I do that every day. Yeah, same here. I, 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 I just know how to not get caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not know about the cameras? No, they know about it. <laughs> Did they, like, wave? <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, um, nobody tells you that the cameras record when the truck is off. Uh, so they record for about two minutes after you turn the truck off. There was a girl the other night rolling a blunt inside of a bar. The fuck yeah, dude. And she was, uh, the. I heard, like, another person say, like, I, I don't think you can do that. And she was like, I mean, I'm not going to smoke it in here. Like, <laughs> it's not illegal to have. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can. I don't know. I don't know what the law is on that. Dude, my but. favorite response to that question is, do you work here? <laughs> yeah, I right? can go over there and do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, um, so, so the whole meeting, um, to, to sum it all up, was... If, you, if you're not going to be a snitch and tell the boss whenever somebody's doing something wrong, that's the wrong mentality to have, and there's no place for you there. So snitches are nothing, basically is what he said. Snitches are nothing? No, snitches or nothing. That's what I... So, like, they, they want you to rat. They want you to rat on And people. flip. Yeah. That does not make any level of camaraderie. So, like, nobody... 
Nobody's a friend in that kind of exactly. situation. You can't trust anyone if everyone's Jesus a snitch. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, that's like, wasn't like, didn't California put out a thing where they were like, if you have, like, uh, you see a party of a certain number of people? Like, oh, during a quarantine? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Go ahead and call and we'll mm-hmm. go bust them. And it was like a week after that, like, white lady had called on the barbecue. You know what yeah, I mean? Do you remember yeah, that yeah. big whole story? And it was like, that dot, those dots weren't connected as far as like, you realize we're not supposed to like spoil people for being human, exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> Doing human things. So uh, you can't be, you're infallible, right? <laughs> dude, that snitching shit, dude, that's yeah, wild. Yeah, so so, so I, I, snitches get rewarded. Snitches get rewarded. And that's how uh, a lot of the upper management have their place because they're basically like snake in the grass walkie talkies. They go uh, around and whatever they hear, they immediately bring it back to the <laughs> office. It's it's fucking wild. So as soon as the meeting was over, I, I just went up to him like straight up and I was like, yo, if this is what you expect, here's my two weeks. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not how I operate. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, c- just come talk to me for a minute. Yeah. So like, he pulls me to the side, go back in his office. And he's like, you know, I really expected more out of you. Like you're, you're one of our top performers. I, th- I thought you would, you know, adhere to the standards I set forth. And I was like, I'm all about being a worker, but I'm not about being a fucking snitch. I thought, I, that's like, I really thought you were going to fall in line. You're straight up. <laughs> I thought I had more control <laughs> over you. Because <laughs> yeah, his other management is, you know, 21, 22. So yeah. these guys are fresh. Totally. Green, learning the ropes. And also, like, hella obedient, probably, yeah. like, willing to kiss. Yeah. But. Straight up. <laughs> like, he says jump, and they say how high. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that can be annoying. Actually, working around that can be annoying too, dude. Yeah, because it affects all of us. uh, Wow, yeah. Yeah. And then he just had a meeting pretty much saying, I want you all to be this way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he said, I'm disappointed you're not this way. Yeah, 100%. But um, yeah, we went back and forth for a little minute, and I gave him one example. I was like, yo, if you came home to your fiance doing a line of coke, would you call the cops and have her put in jail? Or would you look the other way? Yeah. You're going to stick to the snitch mentality or are you going to protect your fiance? Yeah. And it's even like, like technically loitering is illegal, but are you going to call the cops on every homeless person chilling around? Um, And like, like I remember one time I was smoking at a coffee shop in the back, Mm -hmm. right? When I was working at a, a coffee shop here in Denver and the boss came back and she saw me and she was like, don't worry. I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, all right. And she was just like, if you want to do it, totally fine, man. All good. If I don't get any complaints, if, if you're not fucking up your job, go for it. And, like, it felt like she wanted to be cool. And, like, she wanted to be, she was trying extra hard. But, like, I mean, I was like, that's the coolest fucking boss response ever <laughs> to catching me smoking. Like, playing, like, the cool aunt. The, don't worry. Yeah. I get it. Right on, dude. <laughs> like, I come from a kitchen where, like, you could do fucking meth in front of oh, your boss. Drinking is a regular thing for employees. Yeah, as long as you're not seen and you can in do the your kitchen, job. Yeah. Like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I worked in a kitchen once where the daughters were waitresses and the father was the cook. Yeah. And they had to, like, pull him out of, like, stupors in the pantry and, like, smack him around. I'm like, you gotta <laughs> fucking work. Man. Like, this is how we make money. Uh I love to hear it. Yeah, chef. So, k- fucking chef world is wild, man. We'll, is. we'll we'll talk about that in a sec. What? So, so you had this conversation 
with him where he kind of like tried to get you to yeah. go back against your decision to leave? Absolutely. So, so the, what really stuck to me is he called me a disrespectful degenerate, and I felt kind of honored that I had been granted such a title. Yeah, that's like a line out of the Big Lebowski. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, How old is this guy? He's 26. <laughs> and he's calling you a de- degenerate? Yeah. Also, what, is it literally the title of his job that de- demands the respect? I mean, like... He's the main boss, yeah. Yeah, but it's literally, like, just that ecosystem that, like, he's... I mean, is he, like, a noble... No. He, person it's is fucking he, Joe Schmo from Milwaukee. Oh my gosh. Who came I out hate. here to run a junk company. <laughs> like how much pride can you fucking have? Sorry, I'm off to the side uh, rolling up here. These are pretty good. I, oh, at one point, um, <clears throat> I farted. And it wasn't even near the microphone. Oh, I thought you just said, like, oh, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, I, I probably will after this coffee, but... Um, at one point, I farted into the chair, and it picked up as if I had done it right into the microphone. Oh. Well, that's nice. You definitely get what you pay for with these, then. Yeah, dude. These are these are for some pretty sick mics. I'm happy with them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but anyways, to, uh, to, to kind of circle back, um, so we, we had this back and forth, little spat, and we kind of left it at that. Like, I gave him my two weeks, and, you know, we weren't going to meet in the middle, so it was just that. Yeah. And so I... Uh, Get set for the day, get my truck all set up. We head out to our first job. And um the guy who's as far as you knew, it was two weeks. As far as I knew it was two weeks. Yeah. Right. So Which is a safe cushion. Uh-huh. A much more comfortable position. You know, the, the respectful thing to do. And it's also, yes, I mean that's also how like most businesses operate is yeah. the two two weeks law or whatever. <laughs> but um yeah, so I, I get sent off to my first job and it's a total fucking red herring. Like there's no number. There's no address. Like, it's it's a partial address. Are they, like, Italian? Like, more Italian than you? And they're going to whack you, dude? Dude, what like, it was, it was questionable at first. So, like, no we, address, no phone number. We, we got there. You know, we couldn't make contact because the number wasn't reaching anybody. We couldn't yeah. find an exact apartment number because all we had was the base location. Jeez. With no description of what we were taking. Yeah. And so we're just kind of fucking hanging out. We're trying to call. We're trying to, like, find an apartment. We're asking around. And, um... We end up calling up the uh, operations guy who's kind of, you know, dispatching jobs here and there. And we're like, yo, we, we don't know where this woman is. Yeah. We cannot find her. And he's like, oh, yeah, just just go ahead and wait. Wait about 20, 30 minutes, which you never fucking do. Yeah, usually it's move on to the next yeah, thing. Yeah, like you wait five minutes, see if they call back, and then go to the next one. Yeah. Weird. So they just had you guys sitting ducks. Had us sitting ducks. And Wait, so, and it, so it was you and another person? Me and another person. So because I was um, not the flavor of the day, I got, you know, pushed to the side. Yeah. My partner just got fucked by association. No shit. So, um, yeah, while we're waiting, you know, they text us back and they're like, yo, while you're waiting, go ahead and uh, put up some lawn signs, hang some door hangers up. And we just like, yeah, fuck that. We're not doing that. And then they call us and they're like, yo, we can see you on the camera. You haven't moved. Like, what's going on? We're like, fine, we'll, we'll go put up some lawn signs. And uh, I'll show you the picture. I don't know if you can better describe it than I can. But um, we, we put up a lawn sign, take a selfie with a big, fat, double thumbs down. <laughs> and we, we post it in the work chat. And we say, this one's for the snitches. <laughs> <laughs> 
you have a a, a good sour frown on. Oh there. yeah, dude. I, I got the frown down. Dude, I like those glasses though. Thanks, man. Yeah, they got a lot of character in them. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, it makes you look like a boss, two thumbs down and a fucking big pair of glasses on like that. Fuck yeah. And uh, so you sent that into the group chat? Sent that into the work This group is chat. for the snitches? Yeah, so <laughs> this one's for the snitches. Big old thumbs down, you know, posting up with a lawn sign. We did, we did the job. We did what they asked. Yeah. Um, it's immediately taken down, not like 45 seconds after. It's I mean, posted. and that's, that's not like a public thing, right? That was just amongst coworkers, right? Totally. Exactly. So anybody who works there can see it and no one else. Yeah. It's not bad mouthing anything that matters. Yeah. It's not like publicity, public fucking Facebook page yeah. and being like, yeah, here we are guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So it immediately got taken down. All of our jobs were immediately off our route. We get a phone call. They're like, hey, you know, we went ahead and just uh, took took your jobs away. We gave them to somebody else. Why don't you go ahead and head back to the shop real quick? So, Dude, that's like when your mom gets home and you know you had, like, left your weed out or something. Yeah, you didn't thaw like, the chicken. Oh, yeah. God. Wait, didn't what? You, like, you didn't thaw the chicken. Oh, she yes. She at work all day exactly. and still fucking frozen. Yes, yeah. very good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've, I've been there, dude. Yeah. So, um. Just Didn't turn the crock pot on. Dude, one of those. <laughs> Just coming home to a cold crock pot. Yep. <laughs> that chili's really chilly. <laughs> so the boss is called and are like, why don't you stumble on back here? Yep. So just just by that sequence of events, I already knew what was going down. Yeah, you 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 felt it. I've been around the block. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I made the effort to stop by a CVS beforehand and pick up a card. It was a sorry for your loss card. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, when I, had this, I, I just signed it. I was like, uh, "It's good while it lasted, but it didn't last that long." Yeah, some, some shit like that. <laughs> like a like a breakup almost. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a little envelope, and I wrote the boss's name on it. I kept it in my pocket. Dude, that is like, um, like you. Walking into a situation where you're like strapped secretly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you had this. Are this, you wearing a wire? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had this, this like sleeve, this move up your sleeve. Oh, absolutely. That's so. That's so tight. Because <laughs> so, you knew what you were walking. Dude, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, they, right. they weren't going to surprise me with it. But um, <laughs> so like we make it back to the shop, and um, I just go ahead and grab all my shit out of the truck because I'm just fucking ready. Started clearing the desk. Started clearing the desk. Like, I, I got all my shit with me, and I put it down on the chair, and boss comes out. He's like, hey, let me let me talk to you for a minute. Oh, you're going to tell me I'm a degenerate again? Yeah, so he pulls me <laughs> in, and he's like, what kind of example do you think this sets? You know, one of my top performer trainers posting a picture like this in the work chat. And mind you, a little, little bit of backstory. Uh, one of the guys he fired was fired for drinking on the job. And that evening after work, we all had beers in his office and we're like <laughs> ready to work as a satirical picture yeah and so today it was kind of the same deal yeah it was i mean it was even just like addressing that you guys aren't happy with the fa- like of it's like fucking a, a protest in the most easiest and silent of ways a frown and two thumbs down yeah like that's not even like maybe 
uh, disrespectful, but it, it's literally one of those things where you didn't even use words. It was worth a slap on the hand, is what it was worth. Yeah, but, if um, if if that, I mean, they took it down. They they, they took made it down their immediately. Move. Yeah, they didn't let a lot of people see it. So, but but yeah, so he sits me down. and He's like, yeah, what, what do you what do you think? What kind of example do you think this sets? I was like, it sets what we're all thinking. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, how could you not address what had happened if you were upset by it? I mean, it it's like. It's not like you gathered all the employees and said, like, how fucked up is this? You know, <laughs> like, you didn't start a mutiny to, like, take over the place. Like, you were just, like... Not up front, at least. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec. But, um... <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. So, um... So, yeah, he, he kind of sets me down. He's, you know, giving me the old talking to. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I could take away your position. I could I could lower your pay. I was like, I already put in my two weeks. Like, it's not going to affect it that much. He's like, yeah, well, you know what? You can either clean up your attitude, change your way of thinking, and follow the rules, or you can get to stepping. And I just fucking stood up, and I was like, hey, I got something for you. I handed him the card, and I just fucking walked out. He gave you the setup, and you had the punchline. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was clean. The execution was He awesome. set him up, and you just knocked him down. Dude, I was, <laughs> I was upset it wasn't recorded. <laughs> you should have invited him into the truck to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So, so that was uh, my morning. That Damn. all happened in the course of like uh, like two and a half hours, three hours. Jesus, that sucks, dude. I had. Did you like <coughs> kind of have weird feelings? Like you were saying, like it, it felt like things were crumbling. Oh, absolutely. You had weird feelings about. Just everything going on. Yeah, so, so Big the Boss. The people that had gotten let go ahead of time probably mm -hmm. was a weird flag. Right? So Big Boss was gone on vacation for four weeks prior. So he hadn't been there for four fucking weeks, right? He left uh, Little Boss and Mini Boss in charge for four weeks. And they just fucked everything up. Yeah. Like, they had their own little spat that was going on. Oh, man. So Internal like, nonsense. Yeah, that, that just, that made just it... like, bled down the tree. <laughs> like, everyone felt it. Oh, my God. Because they're both um, dispatched, so they both gave out jobs. Oh, yeah. And so based on how much you liked one over the other or how much you hung out you with call one a different over the other, one. like, they gave you better picks of jobs. I started, like, getting political, dude. Dude, straight the fuck up. Like... For junk? I, I, had, to make, <laughs> I had to make tactical moves. Like, sometimes I would invite one of the dudes over just to have a beer. And then, like, the next day I would get awesome jobs, big revenue... But, like, the minute I do something and he's not invited, I'll get, like, go pick up this couch. Go get that chair. Instead of, like, go clean out this whole fucking garage worth 1200 bucks. go go pick up this $100 chair. Dude, so, like... They decide how much money you make at the end of the day. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and they're both just not ready for it. So, it's, you can make commission if they grant you the permission, the commission that... Like, they want you to have. Yeah. So, like, they could just totally fuck they could you. Fuck they, and they do. Oh, my God. That's okay. <laughs> like, there'll be days where some dudes, you know, like, they get, like, the... So, for instance, we have jobs that are, like, uh, if you have, like, a piano or a hot tub, like, that's, a, like, just a set price. Okay. You're a just, like... Single item. Single item. And those are, like, specialty items because they're so fucking big and heavy. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. So, that's, like, four or five hundred bucks, usually, just to take one of those away. Yeah. But, like... To fill up a truck, it's like 600 bucks. Interesting. But a piano only takes up like a, a, a quarter of it. Yeah, yeah, if that. Yeah. Jeez. 
So, uh, I got fucked by a junk company once. I believe it, dude. <laughs> like, I, I'm a cook, but, like, I, at heart, I feel like I'm a salesman. I just, yeah. like, I don't know if that's just, like, my pure love of just, like, talking to people. For sure. But I can definitely bend it to, like, make a sale. Yeah. If I have to, like, building rapport and, like, all, yeah. that, all that bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I get that. You got a nice smile. You're charming. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, <laughs> but, uh. I like what your hair's been doing, by the way. It's got a nice, like. Is it the weather? It makes a it more, like, soft? <laughs> dude. It doesn't look as frayed, is what I'm trying oh, to say. Like, it looks really? health- healthier than it. God damn it, dude. I was going to cut it today. Oh, you, you can't tell me shit like that. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> With your hair, you're going to compliment mine, dude? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fuck, that's like, uh, you know, uh, some, some like Tom Brady walking up to a high school football player and saying, dude, good game. <laughs> you got a future ahead of you. Nice pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that took me so long to come to the dumbest oh, comparison. <laughs> um, so... Fuck the junk company. Fuck the That's junk crazy. Company. It's it's officially done. So you handed officially the letter. And I handed away. the letter and I fucking just walked out. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I had uh, I had something similar when the warehouse was closing, mm-hmm. right? Because like I I uh, they were outsourcing the work. They were like starting to um bring people from the Denver location out there to Pennsylvania. They're like taking our mm-hmm. like top priority people yeah, away. Yeah. And then we started shipping all of our product away. And I was like, there's not going to be much left for me to do. What the fuck's going on? And he was like, no, dude, don't worry about it. Don't, like, you've got no worries. You're always going to have a job here. We're going to keep you, we're, the Denver location will never close. We're going to do t-shirts. We're going to make all these kinds of big ideas. And, like, I brought it up to him one day where I was like, dude, I think I'm going to like, look for something else. What's going on? And he's like, Please don't like we're, we've got you, dude. This is gonna be here forever. And then three days later, uh, he like gathered a meeting and was like, "So the Denver location is going to be closing." And like, well, fuck that. And like, I could have been looking for work. I had found out that he had put out my job on Indeed like two weeks beforehand in Pennsylvania. And like, I didn't know that until the day that he let us know like we were closing. Like, we started to look at their Indeed account and, like, saw that they were filling all of our jobs, like, two weeks ahead of time. So, like, when I had asked him, and also that day I asked him, I could have had a full-time position at a coffee shop that I lost because I was like, no, this warehouse is keeping me. Like, I can't. And now I'm, I mean, I'm part-time at a coffee shop because I didn't get that other position. And, like, it's not a big deal, but... I mean, it sucks that, like, I didn't get the perfect gig because this guy just wanted to lie, keep Dude. me working. I packed up the truck. Pretty much he, those three days <laughs> oh, no. were me spending him getting all of his product into the truck for him. And then we closed the doors, and he's like, so, got to let you guys know. And, like, dude, I mean, that happened three months ago, and I just got paid. Dude, honestly, I feel like if this happened in Florida, there would have been a riot. <laughs> I feel like um, that that fucking sucks, dude. Dude, well, and I I just know exactly how you feel. Where you're kind of like, there's weird shit going on, and then just to have the the rug pulled from underneath you when you even try standing up, and you're like, I feel like this is weird. I disagree with this. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. 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 Damn. Chaos, dude. <laughs> so, what do you think it is next? Are you gonna go back into? The- so you spent years in the kitchen, right? Years in the kitchen. Yeah, I have about like uh, like eight cumulative years just like being a back of house dude 
<laughs> I was considered like a, like a Swiss Army knife. Like most of the things back there, I could knock out with ease. Really? What's yeah. your favorite type of uh, like type kitchen of work? to work? Like position or type of food or? Dude, it really depends on the day. Because honestly, at heart, I love washing dishes professionally. I hate washing my own dishes, which is weird as fuck. That is n- the last answer I expected you to get. No, dude, because, like... <laughs> Not even placing the dishes and, like, putting the food on there well. It's no, like the washing the of them. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's cathartic. Like, if you're ever having, like a, like, a weird day or, like, a mental health day or, like, something's going on and you just need to fucking, like, process some shit, washing dishes is, like, a meditative thing. There is something about something being dirty, and like needing to be used again. Oh, so yeah. when you do clean it, its purpose can be used again. That's pretty, pretty awesome. And at heart, I hate to be idle, like while at work. Yeah. So like doing the dishes, you always have something to clean. <laughs> like you're never like not with a project. Yeah. Also, like I love prep work as well. Oh like, yeah. Just really like getting down to like the knife skills, like the nice cuts, getting the food ready to be cooked. Yeah, setting it up setting for it up. the for yeah. the people. Absolutely, you know, yeah. making sure. Wow, that's interesting. You're kind of in. You're you're into the behind the scenes Absolutely. of the behind the scenes. Yeah, like a restaurant is the front of the house. That's what I'm saying. And that's, then the that's kitchen. Why I spent most of the years in the kitchen, just doing like that kind of work. Yeah, because like, nobody wants to do dishes. What did you do? Like, so that's the entertainment. You didn't like plug in some kind of music or oh, like I would always have a speaker, or, like my phone, in like a metal container. Yeah, called like six pans. I'm sure you're familiar. Oh with yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in a fucking Classic. six pan, and yeah. you got a speaker. I know, right? And you can turn it up or down. That's so funny that that's a kitchen move. Yeah. You know, there's a couple good kitchen moves. Like, um, I just got really into using the cups for here instead of the to-go cups because I know I'm going to refill this thing a hundred fucking times. You know what I mean? Little kitchen hacks. Um, Putting, not throwing knives into the sink. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Dude, that is my, like... I will yell at you. You just said doing dishes is also the, the territory you... <laughs> yeah, because, like... That is a violation of the dishes. It's not a fucking war zone. Like, <laughs> if you put a knife in a sink full of dishes... It becomes soap, a war zone, dude. Like, if I reach my hand there and slice my shit, <laughs> I'm going to come after you. Like, <laughs> Don't bring a knife to a dish pit. So that's, like, my, my main rule. Like, if you come in here with something that could hurt somebody, you clean it off by hand and you make sure it goes back where you got it. Like, you take the time to wash it off yourself. Because you used it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, so a, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, there's no way anyone can get hurt unless it's you fucking up. Ugh. And then uh, when you do finish the knife, putting it up with the handle up top, right? Or is yeah, it blade, handle down? Blade pointing down. Usually. That's what I thought, yeah. Well, it depends. If it's a dry knife, you can, you can put it whatever way you want. A dry knife? Yeah. What's the... Oh, like if you like had a knife and you... Like oh, dry, I see what you said. Dried it off. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Not I like was a like, knife or a paring knife. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Yeah, a dry knife. You don't know about <laughs> <laughs> This uh, guy hasn't worked in a kitchen, clearly. He doesn't know about a dry knife. <laughs> go, go give me the, the dough repair kit. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, like, uh, like a, a person working on a car that doesn't know any of the names for the stuff. Give so me one of those clicky, clicky <laughs> things. Give me one of those... You know, gripper at the end and tight at the other side thing. <laughs> That's, That's so how my up. dad was. Like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because, like, I'm, I'm a YouTube guy at heart. Like, I get a lot of my entertainment from YouTube. And there's this guy. His name's uh, Jimmy DeResda. And he just does, like, um, woodworking, like, just, like, hand-building shit videos. 
and almost like ASMR, like ASMR entertainment. type of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just like mechanical sounds and like you know, like him like hammering a nail into a piece of wood. Does he talk during it at no, all? No, it's all it's all silent. No, no, like um, narration or anything. Yeah, it's just the it's sounds just the of the work. Sounds, yeah. Dude, what a grunt. Dude, you are wild. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I relax to other people working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, but it's it's really soothing if you ever get the chance to check it out. Like, and he makes really interesting shit a lot of yeah. the time. Yeah. What uh, what kind of stuff does he? You said normally wood. Oh, like, he does like everything. Like he'll make like blades. He'll make fucking signs, benches. Like no shit. Like ice picks and shit. Interesting. Yeah. Hell yeah. Just like an all-around, like, handyman, like, maker type of dude. So when you pull up your phone, you, we get... Uh, Mostly porn. ASM, <laughs> ASMR woodworking. <laughs> but what else is your, like... You know how everybody's algorithm is different. Oh, we absolutely. all get different feeds. Like, what is what is the shit that you get targeted with? Here, I can show you my um, my home screen real quick. If sure. You want, if, you want, if you want to scan through it, yeah. The home screen scroll? I watch a lot of random shit, so it's, right. it's pretty we out there. We got some anime. There you go. Uh, we've got... Anime, car stuff. I'm, I'm not a car guy though. It's so funny. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. You're a big fan of D and D, dude. I fuck with D and D very heavily. Yeah. It, it. What about it? Interested you? Um. So like at first, how did you like get into? The, it? I wasn't one of the kids who played D and D. Like so. Um, my first real experience of it was probably like uh, games like Diablo and Skyrim. Like they kind of a. Uh, set the pattern in motion for me. Like, selecting your character, selecting your class, your race, like, getting items, doing quests, things like that. And, um, it wasn't until after, um, Heaven and I hiked our respective miles on the Appalachian Trail, um, after we linked up, we started listening to this podcast. It's by, um, some of the guys who do College Humor. It's called Not Another D&D Podcast. It's a really fun time. They're great voice actors. And they, Hell yeah, that's they, a great name, too. Yeah, they, they, tell, <laughs> they tell, like, really fantastic, ridiculous, fucking, just all-around funny totally. videos. Well, I also or think that, like... Clips. Like, there's something about having a podcast that has a linear story. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that is valuable. A storyline within your podcast. Not just, like, friendship, but also, like, the, your characters. Yeah, like interacting um, and stuff do they like address each other by their names or their characters uh both like, oh that's so, like, great sometimes you'll like, <laughs> speak in character or, like out of character totally like, but um yeah so definitely check that out that's what got us into it and then we found a local game store and we were just like hey we want to play yeah and they sat us down with this fucking other group of people who are also just like starting the day before no shit yeah that's so weird dude it's like uh like tennis, where you just like join joined a club yeah, straight up. But yeah, dude. So we like uh, oh, we, we sat got this down other with them. family. They'd be great. You guys can you, you guys will be paired perfectly together. Like uh, when you go to a roller coaster. Okay, there's three of you. There's two of you. You guys can fit into this cart. Go ahead, and then they move on to the next group. That's so wild. That's so cool. Yeah, dude. And um, yes, we just um, ended up joining these guys. And what we, other community has that? I like, like that. Where like overall, people are like, just down community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They meet like they they have like clans and groups that they like play with all the fucking time and stuff. It's like the Xbox Live parties in middle school when you like hop on to play like zombies or like Modern Warfare. Oh yeah, dude, I want to play a Call of Duty game just because I miss murking, dude. I recently some fucks. Recently got a PS5. Really? Yeah. You got one? Yeah. Congratulations, dude. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's not easy. We have, we have a Polaroid of the minute we uh, opened it, too. It's really funny. We had a friend over when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting, dude. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, it, there's, like, one Call of Duty game that's free. It's, like, Black Ops 3 or something. Yeah. It's got, like, most of the zombies maps, and that's all I've been using it for. Oh, it's totally. Like going back through playing zombies. Dude, I, World at War zombies was my favorite i i mean you had the the like steps memorized to how many you had oh, to yeah, go until yeah. you got to the next window what was the one map i played a bunch durries oh yeah like the, um you had the, the map upgrade fucking machine right in the middle and you would just run trains you had like the catwalk oh yeah post up on mm-hmm. yeah mystery box was always a gamble dude oh, yeah. you never knew what you were getting <laughs> you get a fucking sniper and you're like what am i gonna use this for like on on zombies, by level on level like thirty, and there's just like hundreds of them coming. A sniper's not not what you need. Um, but yeah, the games got they got too intense. They started doing like power ups and all the juices, and people yeah. figured out like circles that you could find mm-hmm. that if you just ran in the circles, the zombies would follow you in the circles, and you could just mow them from behind like caterpillar. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> of doing that. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite strategies. I call it running the train. You're just the conductor. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been playing too many video games lately, but I miss it. I mean, during the winter, I'll probably jump back on Skyrim. Right you know right. what I mean? Just start from level one. Yes. Go, go, go for the. I mean, I'm I'm always a stealth archer <laughs> every time. Yeah, dude, that's what it always devolves into for me. No matter what I want to start as, like oh, I'll be a warrior. Yeah. I'm just fucking pickpocketing people. Yeah, like, I know. I've never <laughs> been good at magic. I forget that I even have shit right like that. Although, if you play with the um, the new mods, it's pretty fun. Oh. Yeah, so they, they released um, like a remastered version of Skyrim, and there's like free mods. You can just turn on anytime you want. And you can like play as like a Daedric fucking knight, like the, the ones they write about in all the books. Yeah. Yeah, you can like be one of them and just start out just like super buff <laughs> super powerful yeah i heard there was one that you could do all the dragons have randy savage's face you can do that you can do like thomas the train engine that's fun hell yeah the one i found the other day was um do you remember the world of warcraft ad with mr t <laughs> i think i do actually yeah and do you remember the the counterpart they made of him in game it was like a troll goblin that looked like mr t oh yeah absolutely yeah there's a there's a mod to make all the dragons look like that that's so fucking <laughs> random dude Oh my gosh. Dude, I remember watching World of Warcraft reminds me of a random episode of How I Met Your Mother <laughs> where Ted Mosby meets a girl and the two characters that are meeting are like this really big buff guy and this really hot babe, like mm-hmm. they're uh, avatars. And then you find out that the hot chick is the really buff dude avatar and Ted Mosby <laughs> is like the really tight little witch nymph thing. Wait, what show did you say? How I Met Your Mother. And you said Ted Mosby? Yeah. Isn't that the same guy's character name from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Like the hotel owner? No, it's Ned. It's Ned, Ned Mosby or something Ned like that? Mosby? Let's look this up, because I think you're <laughs> you're extremely cr- close. Um, Mosby? Mr. Mosby. Mosby? He was funny, dude. Sweet Life was tight. Sweet Life. Mosby. Let's see if it come up, comes up from that. Marion Mosby. Marion. I remember, yeah, yeah, okay. I guess. He was funny. <laughs> that what, whole what show was. What a weird parallel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're, like, from the same universe. 
You know what I mean? Oh man, that like, was just like the, that, uh, that, that touch, like Quentin Tarantino, how they have the um, brothers in the same different movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what the guy from Reservoir Dogs who cuts off the ear is brothers with. Oh fuck! Um, yeah. I I couldn't tell you any names. Vincent uh, Baldwin. No, <laughs> well, it's it his. It's um. John Travolta's character, Vincent, uh, John Travolta, this is why I do the podcast, because I know these things, John Travolta, <laughs> Pulp, his yeah, character, say, yes, sorry to interrupt you, Vincent Vega, Vincent Vega, the two Vegas are brothers, oh, okay, the Vega bro- okay, yeah, yes, sorry, okay, word. all right, we're done with that, move on, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, I haven't really sat in here, like, really absorbed this place at all before just now oh yeah dude. looking around yeah it's a cool little spot you got here oh like, you like, like the studio setup. hell yeah dude cool oh yeah <laughs> it's in that, here i didn't think that made it made a home anywhere oh yeah dude we've got some art here from nick you did a fucking giant framed photo of swisher sweets you know my kind of my best joke right now huh. and like i mean i've had multiple people come up to me and be like dude that joke that's 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 good um, is that I want to start a hotel where you can smoke blunts in the rooms, and we're gonna call it Swisher Suites. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> that joke fucks. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad, dude. And then, um, uh, if you prefer camping, we do have backwoods to offer as an as the camping experience. Hell um, yeah! And then if that joke that doesn't, a, that could be a legitimate idea, though, honestly. Oh, dude, I have a couple of those. I have one where my my stepmom and I were in Boulder. And we were walking down the street, and she was like, um, of course, fucking Colorado's going to have a Build-A-Bong. And I was like, Susan, that's a Billabong. But the fact that a Build-A-Bong hasn't been done yet, <laughs> you know, you, like, become a member, you get different perks. Well, that's the thing. There are companies who do perk, that. Perk. Yeah. Get the perks. Yeah. Percolators. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't uh, remember. I think it's, um, I think Grav. Does a series where there's like um, modular bongs. Like you start with a base and you can like change out the neck pieces. Oh, really? Like there are some you can freeze. There's like ones with different perks than the others. Like it's totally like stackable. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do a slaughterhouse collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Susan and the Build a Bong. I, I, I've been joking a little bit about her. Um, another joke I have is like. Bong. I love it. That one is good, yeah. That one, Swisher Sweets, I'm proud of it. Uh, so, yeah, the, the room is pretty nice, though. I'm happy with it. We've been doing a bunch of podcasts down here, like other people's po- shows down mm-hmm. here now, and uh, it's got just a bunch of random things on the walls that, uh, oh, wow, that is beautiful. I'm looking at the uh, bong that you can just attach any other side. Dude, it's like a um, like Legos almost at this point, where you yeah, can just attach a different top piece, make it bigger i wonder uh how many you could stack i think you, if you collect the whole set like pokemon you collect them all get it as high as you want <laughs> collect them bong there was it's a undefined uh there's a giant bong on the stage on one of the mics that i go to yeah it's in a backyard so you can like get away with whatever you want and uh it's pretty much like a, a you can take a hit from it, but you have to come up with a name for the bong afterwards. That's okay. like, um, you know, like in uh, Half Baked, where they have Wesley Pipes. 
Yeah. And, yeah, 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 Billy Bong Thornton. <laughs> and so, like, it's just been a bunch of different names like that. What like, about some of the better ones? Uh, Bong Dylan. That one wasn't bad. Um, okay. Emilio Estebong. That Ooh. one was kind of funny. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're working on it. They're trying, you know, to <laughs> name it. I, I feel like there's going to be one that everybody, like, yes, that's it. Oh, my God. But I haven't come up with it. Oh, yeah, I know. I need some water, too. Hi- hydrate, guys. Yeah, dude. So it's fall, and you're not stoked about it. No, nah, dude. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate the winter so hard. So this is going to be your second? <laughs> yeah, second, like, maybe, real deal winter. Maybe it, like, was a really harsh first, and, like, this one will feel better. I don't know. There are days where, like, my, my I can't feel my hands. <laughs> and it's not even that cold yet. <laughs> Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious! I I uh, was making fun of a guy for having gloves last night, and then like later on that night, I was like, "Fuck, this is so cold." <laughs> Man, wish I had some gloves. I wish I had one of those like Russian things that I could put in front of me. You know, like those oh, tubes, yeah. those furry t- tubes. What do you, you call can... those? Uh, who knows? <laughs> like a neck pipe. <laughs> uh, socks is uh, to come in. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, tube snakes. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely um, get very cold as well. I wear too many layers in the winter. I, I don't just, wear enough. Yeah, like I'm naturally so warm. I feel like, but when I get outside, it's just like dissipates. I know, yeah. dude. I uh, I have like seven different jackets in my car in case I need to just keep going with layers. Because, like, at the bar, open mics, I'm outside for a lot of it, hanging outside. And last night, it was fucking 40-something degrees. And we're just outside smoking joints, waiting for our five minutes. <laughs> I did two last night. And the first one uh, went pretty well. There was a guy in the crowd that I, like, really respect. And he was smiling a bit when I was making jokes. And I was like, Fuck yes, I got him. And then uh, there was another guy. Uh, or and then the second mic I did. We, it was kind of a disaster. Like, people weren't paying attention. It was way too loud. Mm-hmm. Like, the the mic wasn't a good fit. When the mic started, like, all of these people just left because they did not want to be associated with cool. it. So the bartender pulled the person aside. And it was the second night that this mic has even gone on, and she was like, this isn't done. <laughs> well, dude, the mics, mics can get wild, man. Yeah. And this one is like the, the right dead, downtown. Yeah, the Dead Room show was actually pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I love that atmosphere. That was just nice and cozy. They're about to bring that to a theater. They're about really? to bring that idea, the the one-minute thing, to, like, an actual theater. Fucking A, dude. And they want me to record there. So I'm going to be recording. And then one of the other guys in the scene um, is doing a roast battle there, and he wants me to record it as a podcast, too. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I got to meet this, like like, theater and, like, introduce myself because, like, if I'm going to be recording shit inside of their space, I feel like I got to introduce myself and set things up and all that. Yeah, but, like, I'm pretty excited. It seems like a cool venue. They're, like, opening it up to, like, dancers and, like, um, there's, like, this risque service, like, circus that's, like, explaining sex through, like... Like a burlesque type of... Yeah, exactly, but, like, talking about uncomfortable... Things that are kind of taboo, like okay. to open up those conversations, yeah, and like yeah. that's a thing that they're doing there. And bands, taking more chances. It's, you know, yeah, like, it seems like a really cool venue. I don't oh, know yeah. what 
what's go- what it's going to look like. I think it's next month, November starts okay. opening. Jester's Palace. Check it out if you want. Nice. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I, I haven't been yet, so I don't know. Dude, I feel like we should be sponsored for how many things we're plugging right now. Oh, dude, I uh, <laughs> want to start making up sponsors. <laughs> like I was going to get sponsored by Better Kelp. You know, oh, do like uh, what is it? Um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, like that movie. How all the commercials are like in the same universe. Yes, exactly. I wanna, I wanna be sponsored by. Uh, you like, could do that for some bits. Just do like some some fake radio ads for whatever you're advertising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was one of the other? Uh, Tragic Spoon, because there's a company called Magic Spoon. And uh, they sponsor a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I think our symbol, the Slaughterhouse Skull, looks exactly like the Voodoo Ranger skull. <laughs> so if we can get them to sponsor, like, look at this. The IPA for Voodoo Ranger, yeah, it yeah. looks exactly like the Slaughterhouse one. Oh, yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? Oh, the TV's off. That's but. all right. So uh, what's what's next? Do you know? Um, no idea. So, um, so like uh, on the hold on. Let me see here. Pull up my calendar. <laughs> so near the near the end of the month, um, Heaven and I are going on a trip to Oregon. Okay, you were talking about this, right? This yeah. is near Halloween. This is near Halloween, and um, I'll pull up the exact details real quick. But if you're familiar with that area, like um, they have the big festival. Every year for Halloween. For, like, witches and shit? Yeah, because that's where uh, Halloween Town was filmed. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so, like, they bring out, like, the big pumpkin in the town square. <laughs> they do Halloween big, like, every year. Oh, dude, I bet you the people get, like, hella into it just in the season. And then, like, being up in that area. Like, that's a really pretty area. It is. And um, here's the actual um, spot where we're going to be staying. We got a Airbnb for a couple days. Oh, Nice. It's on a farm somewhere. <laughs> There's going to be like goats and shit just hanging out. Damn, dude. This looks tight. Airbnbs are amazing. And there's goats. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it is like a quaint little Airbnb. Like, it's crazy that, like, I was listening to a podcast, like, from four years ago uh, that some other people did. Mm-hmm. Um and they were, like, saying, like, yeah, there's this company, Airbnb. Like, you can, like, rent out other people's rooms. And they're like, that doesn't sound right. Like, that doesn't can't be a thing. And they're like, no, you just leave your key somewhere. And then they go into your house. And, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's, like, a, an amazing idea because it helps people avoid the bullshit of hotels. True that. You know, like, the, the nonsense that comes with hotels and the amount of, like, lack of like sanitation that actually goes on in those places and like yeah i mean they're just like especially if you go to like you're you're young and you can't afford a super quality one and you like get stuck in one that's like creepy and shit like that you like walk into the shining out of nowhere i watched too many spy movies as a kid (laughs) i feel like being a spy was so hot when we were young. agent cody banks was my favorite cody banks you had spy kids oh spy kids yeah James Bond, like there's a new one that just came out, right? Exactly, it's still going. But it, I feel like, yeah. especially when we were younger, like especially going to like the um, the store, you'd see like spy gear, like the glasses that you could see behind you. McDonald's gave toys out. Yeah, there were little spy yeah. things too. So like now, anytime I go to a hotel, I always check for like hidden shit. I still haven't found anything. 
<laughs> but I always check. <laughs> what would you do if you did find it? Would you, oh, like, dude, fuck with them? I would totally fuck with them. Yeah. Like, really hard. <laughs> but, like, I always check, like, um, like, under the mattress, like, between the sheets, along, like, the floor. Oh, the wow. No shit. And then, like, in the vents. Yeah. Ah, dude. I bet you make heaven feel safe. Oh, yeah. Like, I wish I was with somebody that was that vigilant. <laughs> That's a double-edged sword. You know, like, I'm just a thorough kind of guy. Sure, yeah, absolutely. It is. It can be a double-edged sword. She's probably like, look, you've you've checked, and you're still, like, looking around uh, on the corners and stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's the thing. I'm such a hard-ass with that. Like, like I'll, I'll take it. As words, when you tell me something, but until I see it, that's when it's verified. So do these people for the Airbnb, they seem cool? Yeah. Like, through the conversation or whatever that you have with them? Through the conversation, at least, yeah. Um, I think they stay somewhere near the property, so they can, like, supervise what's going on with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'll see how the first meeting goes. Totally, we'll yeah. see if it's, like, going to be a weird thing. I heard a story recently of a dude who, like, showed up to a place in, like, it was in China, so, like, oh, like really, like, unsure about where you're going to stay. Yeah. And he finally found a place. And when he showed up, they were like, no, you you can't stay here. And, it, like, he found out later that, like, there's a lot of spies that will, oh, with the specific rebel group that's, like, taking over a group, uh, an area right there in that, like, specific region. And so, like, they have a big rule. They're like, nobody from outside can stay here. So, like, he was, like, it was, he was on the phone with people from the government telling him, like, like you're not going to be able to stay there. Don't go anywhere because we have to know where you are, and we're going to send somebody to come pick you up and get you. Like, it's that intense. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I Traveling can't... in other countries could be pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, dog, like. Europe seems fine, though. You can just take a train to, like, any of the fucking countries, apparently, and you can just hop on one and travel around. So wait, okay. We we I want to talk about this trip to, um, Oregon, Oregon, yeah. and then I want to talk about like other trips because you've been on a few pretty wild trips. So yeah. what the Oregon one? Uh, you guys are doing near Halloween, and yeah. how long is it going to be? Uh, it's like seven or eight days. I think we're going to be out there. Hell yeah! Do you like rent a car or whatever? No, I want to drive. What you guys yeah. are driving there? Yeah, dude, you guys have like. A whole journey and a destiny. That's, like, yeah. a blast. Dude, I was hearing somebody describe, like, when you um, go somewhere uh, by airplane and then you somebody else goes by car and they meet at the same point, their journeys are so different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what they processed, what they saw, how they, like, endured all of whatever their adventure was. Like, literally, one can be three hours or one can be... It's the epitome of, like, living in the moment and soaking in all of the distance that one one goes and, like, making it a journey. That's so cool. That's exciting. Dude, like, I, I just love road trips in general. Are you guys taking heavens? No. Okay. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> we, would, we would fishtail the entire way. <laughs> She's got a little speedster. She um, has a beautiful yeah, car. BRZ, yeah. Um, but it sucks in the winter. I bet, dude. It's awful. It's the only two two wheel drive Subaru they make. <laughs> they made at the time. At it's least. the only, <laughs> the only one. She got it. Damn. I imagine having. Yeah, that would suck. I got a Rav Four just because I wanted to be able to like power through snow and shit. I pretty much got my Subaru for the same reason. Like I knew yeah. we were coming out here, and I had to get a new car. So you guys are driving. Are you guys gonna stay anywhere along the way? 
No. No, so I'm a maniac, dog. Like if it's just less, going straight? If it's, like, less than, like, 17 hours, I can do it one shot. Yeah. I, that's not even crazy. That's not crazy. Like, that no. makes sense to me. Yeah. I can see that. It's just a, a snore. Like, it's just a drag when you do it that way, you know? I feel you on that. And at least you and Heaven can switch off, right? Yeah. She'll drive for a bit. You'll drive for a bit. Who who DJs? Or do you guys just agree? So so I'm a, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's interesting. Sometimes um, we do have very similar taste in music, but we definitely like have our like ruts that we kind of stick into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's always nice for a switch up every now and then. Sometimes you play the radio for a bit. I'm a totally. radio guy at heart. Like, really? I rock the radio every fucking day before I plug my phone in. Really? Yeah. What What kind of stations? Like, um, out here. Because I'm kind of weird about radio too. Out here, it's 99.5. It's yeah. just like uh, classic rock. Totally. Like oldies. And, and that's, that's being in the junk car, you probably played a lot of radio. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll plug in. I was curious, like, what music did you play when when you were throwing your phone in the uh, six pan? Yeah. What was the like? Go-to tunes, do you remember? Oh, it depends on what time of my life it was, honestly. Because, yeah, you did say it was seven years, so that's enough to really change musically. Yeah, um, like in the very beginning, like when I was like... Do uh, you have any memories of like a specific album or song that you would throw on that like got oh, you? Oh, like, like the one song I would put on? Or, yeah, a couple. Um, Whatever. <laughs> if there's one, then yeah, definitely. Oh, man. Let me, let me think about this for a sec. I remember throwing on um, the Tiger's Jaw pizza album like the very first okay. one the self-titled and like that was for a long time my one that i would put on and get through the get through the morning and then like uh for a while it was like um chan the like that first album okay just because it was like uh like melodic and fun rather than like something too insane and crazy in the morning because <laughs> like uh, i can't like do scream out right out the gate yeah it takes it <laughs> takes a minute um yeah, if I'm being honest, it was usually the gorillas. Interesting. That I would put on because that's like a. It's a groove, dude. It's a groove, and they do have can, a, f- a fine beat, and you can you can work with that doing a lot of shit. Yeah, especially like in the morning prepping, they got a good rhythm. Oh, and interesting. Like, yeah, kind of like to keep your beat up. <laughs> it's like running whenever you like I was run, run say to like a spin song. class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you kind of like chop to the beat. Kids with guns. Yeah, so you can't play anything too slow because that like slows you down a lot. Easy does it. Easy does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my one of my favorite like go to ones was like Stylo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, they have they have a few of like I mean up on Melancholy Hill. That's a great one. Really like, with, no matter what mental place you're in, it can help. <laughs> you can be in a good mood or like the, having the worst day, and being on Melancholy Hill like centers you yeah. <laughs> oh dude so um recently i've been uh microdosing mushrooms for my depression yeah and it's been how what is microdosing um for me at least um i used to be a yes man so like fucking whatever it was just put it in my hand away totally what it was but, but like when you're microdosing you're 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 dosing a specific amount to specific amount, get a yeah. specific so benefit I it's, it's very different it is very different know? so if you take like uh for instance like an eighth like three and a half grams and you just take that all at one time you're gonna have more than likely a psychedelic experience. You're going to have yeah. the, the visuals, the tracers, the overall, like, like feeling, body feeling. Yeah, which I like that from mushrooms. Yep. I like the Same. feelings a lot. That's why I prefer them. 
Yeah, I, I don't get. I get more in my head on acid, and I get more of the like visuals on acid. I feel like I'm just more anxious on acid. Oh, dude, like yeah. the anxiety is like. Once it starts coming setting in, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm getting back into this again. Yeah, you feel like that cop that retired is like, <laughs> I thought I was too old, but they need me back in for this one. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been microdosing, and um, I found that point uh, three of a gram is. Kind of like the, like so the not even half a gram. The cap right now for like what I'm going for. Yeah, microdose. So not even a half. Not even a, a gram. Half. Okay. Yeah, and so usually I'll rock with like a like a point two one. Does that like a just kind of brighten up visuals a little? Um, does it make like so for things me, lighter? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so it's kind of like a little HDR lens, if you will. Like totally. Kind of polarize a polarized more, more vibrancy. Yeah. yeah. Glasses. I definitely um, feel more empathetic on smaller microdosing amounts. Okay. Like I feel like I think a little deeper about my thoughts, and I, I take a longer second to speak if I'm on a, any like microdosing amount of anything. It's I, I do that in general usually. Like, yeah, having like a genuine like deep conversation with somebody, I like like pace myself. Like I'll take a couple breaths. I like kind of like kind of stru- try to structure it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. We want to respond in a well. Oh yeah, with respect or whatever. But if it, on mushrooms, I feel like it's definitely um, a little more prolonged. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once you do start going, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite lines in a song is, uh, "You should know that when you take too many drugs, you speak loud, and nobody likes that." <laughs> What's up? What's up, Katie? Dude, my brain. I've been thinking about jokes nonstop. Yeah. Words. Which, which Just words. Working? Dude, I, I don't have too much uh, too much myself. I've, I've been listening to other people's and being like, I want to write something like that. You know, I want to be able to do something like that. Like, it's so smart. Like, <laughs> uh, just being like, it's it's fun to, like, uh, hear somebody else and be like, I don't know how you did that, but that is so genius. Like, how you came to that conclusion. You know, it's also, like, how they say it as well. Oh, yeah, the, the absolutely. The execution of what it is. Yes, yeah. the, well, the performance yeah. is is. So much of it. <laughs> you can have the best joke ever, and if you can't deliver it, there's no fucking reason to have it. But, like, yeah, like, this one guy I heard the other night say, uh, I asked my mom, like, if she loved me. She answered, uh, short answer, no. <laughs> Long answer, nobody does. <laughs> and, like, I thought that was so smart. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know if it was the, the absurdity or, like, the silliness of, short to long well that's just like at its purest like it's just unexpected yes exactly and uh i i i just admire comedy i'm I'm getting so jacked on it it's fun you got any like um like shitty dad jokes um yeah i wrote one kind of last night like yeah yeah what's everybody well i used to do it a lot and it never really worked and it's just like Everybody is so fixated and, like, talks constantly about how well Amazon is doing, right? Is anybody worried about the Amazon? (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) When you said dad joke, I just thought, what's the dumbest thing I've thought? (laughs) Oh, man, I got got one that I stick to. It's, uh, what did the buffaloes say when they dropped their kids off at school? What? Bye, son. Okay. That's way better than somebody else has a stupid <laughs> joke about bison. 
like it's two like progressive parents and they have a a bowl that transitions and they call it a bison or something like that or like it likes yeah exactly it makes no i don't remember what the joke is but that one the buffalo saying bye that's perfect (laughs) dropping their kids off at school you remember when people described that as pooping? Yep. And we got to go drop the kids off and off the bus. <laughs> got to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Even as a kid, I always just I'm going to go take a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go poop. <laughs> and I just, yeah. My dad was never into poop jokes, so potty talk was never an angle I was allowed to go down. Even, like, he didn't like Family Guy because of those types of things. Damn. Yeah, he was. Your dad sounds like a real sweetheart. From how he's always described. Oh, dude. He he is, yeah, yeah. for sure. He's a softie. He's a big soft. Dude, honestly, kind of gay. Like, uh, I love the guy. I think he's kind of gay. Well, some, some, uh, a lot of feminine energy. He was a singing sailor in the Navy. Like, he was a choir man in the Navy. A choir <laughs> boy. <laughs> he was, like, 18 years old singing on the ship. <laughs> like, that's just it's a little gay. <laughs> and uh, he uh, just is always about talking and about his emotions. He would much rather, like, sit down and, like, air everything out. And he is, like, the type of person that's never tried to fix anything because he would much rather, like, pay somebody to do it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a big, big softy. He just doesn't get dirty. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, that's that's not a bad trait to have. Like, I, I wish I had more of that. Yeah. Well, he was never the guy that had a tool on him. Oh, okay. You've got three. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's different dads out there. You oh, know? for sure. Everybody, I, I, I definitely wish my dad would have taught me, like, how to jump a car. You know, that would have been tight. We never went fishing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I feel you. In, like, in the way that he was like, you got to, like, I earned my nice things. I pay for them. He put that on me. So, like, if I wanted to have skate shoes, he was like, like yeah, 13-year-old, get a fucking job, you know, save up. And I'm, okay, I'll apply at Publix, <laughs> you know. I'd do whatever I could. I was oh, skateboarding to um, work, at one, like, when I first got a job. And then when I finally got a car, I would still bring my skateboard out of the car and into the cafe and like people would see it and be like, "Oh, you're still saving up for that car? Here's an extra. Here's an extra oh, buck, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta work it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would oh, write yeah. um, when I was at the to-go orders. I had a cup, a tip jar that said um, college fund, and it was all written incorrectly. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it was goofy. <laughs> we used to do the um, like uh, blank versus blank tip jars. Oh, really? So, like, you, you put it more in their favor to be like, oh, man, I'd much rather do that. Like, I, I can't even think of a good example. It was, like, bikes or scooters. Well, yeah, it would usually be, like, Marvel or DC. Yeah. Or do you like your coffee hot or cold? And, like, people get passionate. They're like, oh, I fucking don't hit, like iced coffee. Here's $3 <laughs> in the hot coffee. It's, it's so goofy. I love that. Dude, you want to get fired up? Just fucking be like Fox News, CNN. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and just watch, like, uh, it get posted to Facebook and blow up. And people, the like, news. yeah, there's lines to not even order coffee, but just to throw money in the jars. <laughs> if only. Man. That's our new business plan. Oh, yeah. We're going to set up tip jars that aren't the restaurants. I mean, that's all Facebook does is just, like, profit off of the, the fight, you yep. know? Like, just... 
put the shit in front of the wrong people. They know they get upset about it. I mean, they literally transitioned their format into a, pl- a platform. They, they were in a form where they were showing you your people and your friends and all these things. Mm-hmm. But they realized if you show things, it gets more reaction. Oh, yeah. Even if it makes a more miserable experience on being on it, it gets you to engage. And that's what they're after. It, it like... Yeah, dude, it's it doesn't, fucking doesn't crazy. It doesn't matter how it grabs you, but it grabs you. Exactly. Yeah. And they just realized it grabs you harder with the more intense, heavy things that, like, you're opposed to. And, yeah, dude, that's all we have to do is put tip jars out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, is that, like, a like an illegal, like, life tip? Could you, like, bring a tip jar to a restaurant and just set it up? And then, like, come get it at the end of the day? Oh, like... But it's your tip jar? That's hilarious, dude. You just have it off to the side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm they're just coming around for yeah, collections. They they like ask, like what is like the employees trying yeah. to figure out whose it is and shit. That's so funny. And you just come in, you're like, hey, just collecting the jar. I'll see you guys later. Oh man, that is hilarious. Like <laughs> even put it next to a place that already has one, yeah. and it's like, or this tip jar. <laughs> is your face on it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, it would be illegal if you put like, this guy has cancer, <laughs> you know, give to his fund. But I don't think you're doing that. You're just asking for tips. Yeah, it's just a jar. <laughs> That's so funny. I was thinking about going to grocery stores and handing out the plastic bags to people so they don't have to pay for them. Just because I don't want to use, I, I have a, a, an abundance of them. What the fuck yeah. am I going to do with all these plastic bags? Just throw them away. Might as well like disperse them and get another use out of them from somebody. There you go. And like... I don't know if the store is cool with it. I don't know. But that makes sense. Even if I just did a basket out front of it and was like, hey, grab a bag. Grab, like, four if you want. I don't know. Dude, honestly, plastic bags can make a pretty good rope. What? Yeah. Like, survival? No, just, like, in general. Like, I, <laughs> you, like <laughs> instead of going to Home Depot and spending $7 on rope, <laughs> you, there is this other option. Yeah, of spend four hours braiding <laughs> your plastic bags. <laughs> like, in survival, no. Like, you got to tow a car? Just get <laughs> tying, dude. That was true. I had to do that once to um, get something from work because I didn't have a strap on me. We had a fuck ton of plastic Stay bags. Stay straps on <laughs> so I just like double braided all the bags together and just had that as my strap to my car holding down the fucking luggage damn they worked that I mean did it uh, get a couple eyeballs people oh, noticed for it? sure yeah like as I was like putting it together <laughs> it looks it just reminds me of something oh shit that sounded like the whole world collapsed. Uh, so it reminds me of, like, uh, Castaway. You know, like how he just made uses out. You remember when he knocks his tooth out with the fucking oh, yeah. skate? Dude, Christian was showing me videos the other day. There was, like, an ice skater, a hockey player that had his yeah, dude. throat cut. That's, like, one of the most famous, like, hockey mishaps. How, how have I lived my whole 25 years and never heard of this until, like, last like, week? If, if you're falling and somebody else is falling right at the right angle, you get kicked. Yeah, it's like Blades of Glory, you know, the, the yeah. Iron, Iron Lotus. Iron Lotus, that's it. <laughs> I just found that DVD the other day at a job, <laughs> and I grabbed it. How many of those do you think are out there? Oh, you know, millions. Did you you ended up across a few cool DVDs, right? Because your first score was a box set of like what Futurama? Yeah, the first score was a complete box set series of Futurama. 
Like a lot of it was unopened. You got a pretty sick jacket. Got a couple pretty sick jackets. Like, if you want me to just flex on things I've gotten, like, we'd go for it. Yeah, I mean, they're probably hiring. Maybe somebody wants that job. Oh yeah, yeah. probably some snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you hear this, the hall don't monitor, be a fucking snitch. <laughs> the hall monitor is like, where's your pass? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I got um, like a sixty-five inch TV, uh, king bed, grill, uh, fireplace. Damn, outdoor. You painted the grill, right? I did paint the grill I and, and the fireplace. Yeah, and you've got a, a house with a yard now too. I got two yards, front and back. Damn, dude, that's so nice. You were living, tired living of that apartment, life. huh? Oh, dude, they fucking hated us. Like, yeah, you advertise this luxury, dog-friendly apartments, and, <laughs> and then, then a dog is like, and then they're like a oh, surprise. We heard your dog barking. You, you got two more warnings until you're evicted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Very Guess dog we'll welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we'll never leave. Guess we'll just get rid of our dog. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I want to live in luxury. I don't need my animal. And, like, dude, that's so nice that you guys found a spot. It is a beautiful house. It's nice. It is nice. That's tight. I'm very happy. What, what were we talking about right before the house? Oh, you got me, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. We were talking about your scores. Oh, yeah, my fucking scores. Um, I found some ancient uh, like I'm Chinese, excited for the next cup of Chinese coffee we're going to have. Yeah. Um, dated back to like 1815. What the fuck? It's got an Australian certificate of authenticity. And That's like, like uh, Pawn Star stuff. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I haven't like brought it to an appraiser or anything, so I don't know what it's worth, but yeah. they're, they're sitting in a tin. <laughs> did, your, did you have one of those family members that like... Gave you like special nickels or like the quarters all put in the maps. Yeah, I was that kid. You were the guy doing that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you still have any of those? Um, no, I don't have any of those. Uh, but I filled out like the, the, the U.S. map and you had a quarter for each. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah, I filled that out as a kid. Really? Yeah. That's like, uh, that's like the gateway drug for a lot of those like coin collectors, dude. Oh, yeah. They fill those 50 states and they're like, what's next? <laughs> Gotta have more. <laughs> yeah. I want the. Double-headed Abe Lincoln, you know, <laughs> all those kinds of crazy coins that nobody knows about. The 1913 and a half penny. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Sometimes when I find a really old penny, I, uh, I'm i like, fuck, man. You've seen a couple of things. And maybe not. Maybe just been stuck in somebody's jar for, like, oh, yeah. ever. Or, like, on a floorboard for since, like, the 70s. Yeah, that could be a whole movie. The Life of a Coin. Wow. No shit. Let's, we're going to have to cut that out so nobody steals it. What's that idea. <laughs> I did a. Uh, I came up with an idea in high school where it was a bag of M and M's with all the different M and M's in it. This last year, they introduced it. Oh shit! Yeah, I think that like it just got out there enough. Mm-hmm. I talked about it a lot, and then a lot. It, it got to the right ears, and somebody was like, "We'll steal that idea." You should send them a bill for royalties. Might as well. Maybe we'll just be sponsored by M and M's. That'd be cool. What if we like can partner up? Oh, dude. So I um, are you, do you know about Mischief Magazine? Uh, no. All right. So it's kind of like um, like if you're if you're a fan of Reddit, it's like the Illegal Life Pro Tip kind of subreddit, but as a physical magazine. Interesting. Like online catalog. What is it called? Mischief. It's like M S C C H F. Yeah. Yeah. So without the IEF? Yeah. It's, or IE, it's just F? Yeah. Mischief? Mischief. 
<laughs> magazine. But, and um, they just do, like, life hacks about Yeah, so if you ever read, like, uh, The Anarchist Cookbook, if you've ever heard of that. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie? The Anarchist Cookbook, the movie? Yeah. No, I haven't. It's pretty good. It's, I'm a fan of it. It's, like, uh, it follows, like, these punks that, like, are living in this, like, house that, like, is like a commune almost, like everybody contributes in their own way, and there's like this ecosystem of everybody doing their own shit, and then one guy comes in and he like slaps down the book, and he's like, <laughs> I've got the mission. And like, oh, they just like, all turn into like this vigilante group, like blowing shit up, and like, it follows the main character who's kind of like, I'm not really into all this. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, he gets arrested, and he has, like, the thing on the, the ankle bracelet. Yeah, and then yeah. that guy shows up at his apartment, and he's like, dude, we're not done. And he's like, dude, I've got this on my fucking foot. What am I supposed to do? And he's like, page, blah, 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 blah. You just got to shave this much off of your heel. So, like, it shows him, like, the guy, like, shaving his heel oh, off. Wait, so I he think can... I have seen this. Yeah, dude. It, the, yeah. the Anarchist Cookbook. It's a fucking good movie. Fuck. The, the main character's name is Puck. <laughs> I mean, that's not his real name, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a punk name. And he's got, like, a best friend, and the best friend gets really hooked on drugs, and that's kind of sad. I, I they, like, camp it, out in, like, a sporting goods store at one night. Dude, it's a, it's a fucking good movie. It feels like a fever dream. Like, what you're saying yeah. sounds familiar and, like, alien all at the same time. He, uh, the main character meets this really fucking punk rock chick at a bar, and then he, like, wakes up the next morning with her, and she's in a sorority house, and Ooh. she's, like, a really, like preppy girl that like hung and fooled him it's fun dude it's a fun movie oh yeah <laughs> oh yo circling back um mischief magazine why i brought it up yeah is because uh, we talked about charging royalties to whoever used your idea and there's a plan or, or a ploy they like write about in the magazine it's um you just send bills to these companies and if it's small enough It'll hit in the invoice. They'll just, they'll just write it off. And yeah. you, you get paid however much you fucking wrote them for. No shit. Yeah, so if you send like a, it's like a small potato to them. Yeah, just send like a $200 bill to Apple for like you know, some kind of fee or like to... A royalty. Yeah, whatever. Just a bill. A dispute. Yeah. <laughs> Is that 200 bucks? Yeah, far. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And you just put all the billing information as your own. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I would love to invoice people. Like, for Slaughterhouse. Like, if it got to the point where I could send them a bill. Mm-hmm. It sucks as comics never have money. <laughs> so, maybe I'll, like, start a rich podcast. You know, what it's like to be an elitist. And, like, just have a bunch of rich, snobby people. Just going out in Golden for a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Ski Lodge podcast. <laughs> yeah, have you are you, have you been skiing or snowboarding? You guys did this um, this last winter, right? Uh, she did. Yeah, I don't. I don't fuck with snow sports. So you didn't do it. You didn't go. No, I tried out snowboarding. It's uh, it's not for me. Yeah, I haven't done it yet at all. Like I'm used to like skimboarding and surfing, and like um, my brain just liquid cannot, water. It can't handle the dynamic shift. <laughs> like in my head, it's like you're on water. Fuck, what's going on? Yeah. People tell me that like I should be able to do it because of skateboarding. Skateboarding super similar to snowboarding, but like I can see that. I. I haven't done it because of the snow. I'm not fucking with... I mean, like, I don't like water. You don't like water? No, I'm, I'm a hydrophobe. Oh. It's like a legit thing. Uh, when I'm in the shower, it's a thrill. I'm, I, I will, like, walk an extra two minutes if it's around a thing of water. Like, instead of just walking through it. Like, I, I, I don't like water. I'll tell you straight up, I shower, like, two or three times a week. Oh, well, yeah. No, even just, like... um. 
Like being in a pool, like floating. Oh, just like in water. In water, dude. That okay. it's it. It gives me anxiety. Ooh. Yeah, like it really does. Uh, like in the way that like people are claustrophobic. Like they can't explain exactly what it is, but they know they can pinpoint. This is what it is. So, how do you feel about rain? Honestly, like I'm not a fan of it because it ruins everything. Yeah, like that's my pretty much my stance on rain is it ruins okay. everything. I do like that it keeps plants around, but okay. uh, like that it is crucial. You know, I get that it is necessary, but no water, like especially rain, ruins anything that's outside. And like if if you're not. Uh, if you're going from outside to inside, putting yourself in that risk of water, not cool. Okay, word. Yeah. I feel the exact same way about the cold. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you were saying, like, once yeah. you get outside, you're warm normally. Yep. But once you get into this other place, it's a, it's a yeah. completely different. That's I mean, that's how I feel with water. Yeah. It's, it's really like, weird. I feel you on that, like, deeply. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all have weird quirks, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, for some reason. And uh, we kind of... It's a really deep nonsense thing that we don't have to get into. But, like, we think we pinpointed what it is, like, in my childhood that, like, instilled it in me and, like... Dude, I'm going through therapy as well. And, like, um, they, they mentioned that a lot. Like, whatever happens to you as a kid really, like, kind of reverberates through the rest. I think it, 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 it is so crazy how children's brains get shaped and what they hold on to and what they don't and like obviously we hold on to so much unconsciously oh yeah like uh, it's amazing to think like you can have such an impact that's one of my favorite parts about summer camp was like you know you i people had that impact on me Mm -hmm. you know where i met somebody and they said something and like like uh i'm sure you met or maybe you have Corey um brummel smith i think is his last name he was bronco he was a tall guy, really long hair, dated a girl named Kix, was her camp name. But, like, um... I might have. I'm not sure. He was a he was my counselor at one point, and he, uh... Well, I was a CIT, so I wasn't exactly a camper, but, like, he was, um, having a really rough day. And by the time we had seen him in the afternoon, he was completely back to normal. And, like, he... I, we asked him about it, yeah, yeah. and he just said, like, I decided I'm gonna have a better day. And, like... That blew my mind. Like, I couldn't believe that you can make that decision. And, like, he showed that it is true. Like, you can. And, like, uh, little things that you hold on to um, as a kid that, like, really shape you. I was thinking about that with movies. There's movies that have shaped me, like, sexually. Like, scenes that, like, I will hope to do because I saw it in a movie once. Or, like, you know, like, it's so weird. I I can name it. Do you? What, What is it? Literally, I, I it's so dumb. It's the least sexy sexy movie ever. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. There's a scene when Adam Sandler is with um, Jessica Alba, and she like grabs his hands and puts it on her boobs, and because he, he's gay, yeah, yeah. she's like, "Really? They're no, like they're natural. They're not fake at all. I swear. Like feel them." And like just putting your hands on boobs like that was like my dream. <laughs> so at that age, dude, I was just it was on top of a bra. It wasn't even like sexy or anything i have the similar it one it was super consensual she grabbed him. his hands and did it i liked that <laughs> what was the movie it was encino man oh with brandon fraser and paulie shore <laughs> whenever he's like going around the high school he's like oh kazungas 
Like, <laughs> I always thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think it's like little shit you hold on to, you know, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, there was a quote that was in my head for the longest time. And it was uh, just like Brad Pitt in 12 Monkeys. <laughs> and I didn't know what that was from until, like, I'm watching um, compilations of Eric Andre. And it was just one quick little thing he had said in one of his interviews. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's been like like a, a sound clip in my brain for years. And I never knew what it was from. And I had found it just like one day. I was like, I literally like bounced back. And I'm like, that's what that's from. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I had that um, phenomenon happen to me a lot, especially with like music. Because like I, I, I consider myself like a major like... Um, like I say, connoisseur, but, like, I fucking love music, and I love finding new music. And, like, it's really hard whenever you, like, hear a song, like, a couple times, then try to remember it, but you can't even remember the lyrics. Oh, yeah. You just know, like, the beat, not even the name of the song, or who fucking wrote it. Or yeah, and you could be like, it, it's like, yeah, that happens to me so much. <laughs> and the one that I recently found. Do you, when you listen to music, do you listen to the, I think that, like, my, my reason for that exact thing is where the vocal cords start to sound like an instrument. Yeah. The, it's, I'm not even paying attention to the lyrics. It, they, the melody and everything, the way this person sings and the words just fit poetically into the song. So I don't care. Yeah. Like <laughs> I usually like wait until like my fourth or fifth listen to like really get down to like the, the lyrics. Yeah. Before then it's just like figuring out the rhythm and like the, like hearing where they oh, line yeah. everything up. Well, and we, we both also probably grew up listening to any kind of harder music where it's hard to understand what they're saying. Like, in the punk rock and metal and, like, screamo era of my life, I didn't give a shit about a lyric. Like, I was like, I, I, I'm not even lit. You can't understand it. It's all gibberish. So, so the <laughs> song that I, I uh, eventually found was Return of the Mac. Yeah. And that was the one that was Who's stuck that? in my head. I don't know how much you can play of it. Oh, I can do whatever I want. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah, check it out. That's kind of the best part about uh, I was being careful not trying making to, like, money. Stuff up. <laughs> oh, dude. No, not at all. All right, oh, sick. Wow. Return of the Mac? Yeah. If I get in trouble, what the fuck am I going to do, dude? <laughs> Come after the business, not me. By Mark Morrison. Yeah, I can't say I know this one. Are you excited for Dune? There's a trailer for Dune playing. Yeah. It's going to be tight. I really enjoyed the book. I just don't want it to spoil it. I know. This one. Okay. It was the lyrics, though. I couldn't think of what they were saying. How could you? It sounds like AI words. Dude, that is hilarious. Every yeah. single word is kind of indiscernible. Uh-huh. You see my struggle here. chorus they do a pretty good job of cleaning it up 
this is the part that was stuck in my head is this chorus here. You lied to me. Well, I couldn't figure out the words. I was like, so surprised <laughs> to me. <laughs> Just Weird Al parodying yes. it. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> well, I definitely hear a song a certain way sometimes. And even if I know that's not the right lyrics, I'm like, it sounds better the way I sing it. I like those lyrics better, so I'm just guessing it the way I want it to be. Oh, dude, do you want to take a break? I was gonna get some uh, some coffee and go to the bathroom. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. We'll call it for now. Yeah, dude, this was fun. I mean, we did hit an hour and a half. Oh, that's fuck. pretty impressive. That's beefy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a full podcast. Nice. I mean, we could go out till you lied to me and call it for maybe for for at least right now. Oh yeah. I want to do one with the ladies. Oh, for sure. I think if we had a um, permanently unengaged, where. Uh, we kind of, me and Laura just did our normal stuff, but with you guys also riffing on every subject. Okay. Like, like seeing how we, like, like literally some of the bits are as nonsense and stupid as, I wrote one down yesterday that Laura loves cake, the band, yeah, hates yeah. cake, the food. <laughs> and, like, I'm hoping she can talk about that for a little while, you know? Come on, why talk why cake and not cake? It, yeah, 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 and eat it too, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah, dude, this was fun. I'm excited. This is a tight podcast. Dude, this was a good time. I uh, I enjoyed every second of it. Oh, I, yeah. It was my first sober without an alcohol podcast. Proud of you. Hey, I'm proud of you. You quit your job today. Yeah, man. You're a boss. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> I want you to write You're down. You're a boss with no boss. Like a, like a word map and see where this podcast goes the whole time. And how all over the fucking place it is. It was scattered. Yeah. I was glad that we were able to go back to things sometimes. We Straight were pretty up. good at that. We were like, all right, well, let's, what were we talking about? Because I can, I can be a fiend of Yo, same here, just forgetting. Like skipping over shit, letting it slide. Dude, we spent like at least 60 seconds trying to remember John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> 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 it happens. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Hell yeah. Let's pound it. Ooh, do you want to say goodbye? You want to, like, give a little message or anything? Um, uh, send off a shout-out? Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks thanks for tuning in to Slaughterhouse Studios this evening. This was a wonderful time with Evan and Nick. I hope you guys have a great evening. Take care. That was sexy, dude. You should, you should go for NBR or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>